Brooklyn's Radio. It's a weekend show. It's Baz and Leanne, and today we're joined by guests. Uh, we've got uh, Shell. Hello to Shell. Hello. And we've got uh, Russ as well. Good Hello, morning. Richard. Richard. Richard, why call you Russ? <laughs> what is going on? I don't know. I don't know either. My apologies. I'm sorry, that's a first for me. But I've welcome anyway. Welcome <laughs> anyway. Lots uh, of other things, but not Russ. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I tell you what I've got to say. One thing, I've been playing your album to death. I play it sort of four or five times in a row. And I reckon if you got in a deal, you should do a deal with B&Q. Because I, I was playing your album whilst I was painting the house. Oh. And you know what you do is you play it, and it's one of those albums. If, if I think of who it reminds me of, a Taj, mm. there's touches of um, Groove Amada at the river in there. Oh, amazing. There's, there's touches of Zero Seven in there. Yep. The early Zero Seven mm-hmm. album's great. There's a little bit of Sade from your voice. There's a little bit of oh. London grammar. It's all sort of just all sort of yeah. blended yeah. beautifully. That yeah. London grammar connection's come up before, actually. Yeah. I don't think I've well, told Rich you're, that. You're definitely hitting the right, you know, areas of, of our influences there. Sure. So that is... Uh, Obviously, we're wearing them on our sleeves. <laughs> so, start off, what is the name of the album? Just so we get that right. The name of the album? Astralize. Astralite. And Astralize. You, Astralize. Oh, Astralize. Astralize. It's available on all good music platforms. It certainly is. It's your first album. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. First it album is. together. So, so, let's talk about you two guys then. Let's talk about your backgrounds. <laughs> Shell, you go first. Okay. Tell I'll go first. Tell us about yourself. Okay. Where to begin? <laughs> um, first of all, can I say thank you very much for having us on the show? Uh, it's an absolute pleasure. Uh, usually on the other side of the mic we are, so it's, uh, this is good fun for us. Um, so I am, uh, well, a radio presenter, funnily enough, and singer and entertainer, and I organise events and do run a community singing group and do lots of different things. But um, obviously this... Uh, project was about me and my vocals and the sort of the creativity side of things and just love music and how do you and rich know each other we well rich runs a recording studio in west london so yeah i mean originally it was through a mutual friend of ours Uh uh, um, another singer who came to record at my studio okay in fact even going way back beyond that i can i can i can take it all the way back to a chance meeting on a train i had going up from Isleworth to waterloo uh, and you the, just bumped into the, Shell? No, no, no with, okay. the, with the former boyfriend of, of Jules who, uh, yep. who came into the studio to record. Okay. Uh, and uh, so, yes, that was uh, very fortuitous. And then through the, our mutual friend Jules, I met uh, Shell, who also came in to record <laughs> yeah. at the studio, but uh, not on, you know, prior to starting this project. On right. some other Yeah, so I'd been in to Rich's studio a few times to record demos of covers. So I was predominantly a function singer at that point. Um, I was going out singing in restaurants and parties and so on and uh, I needed a demo reel obviously and so had gone in to record some tracks with Rich and uh, he's a brilliant producer and he's just a great engineer and and I know you're sitting next to me but I don't have to say this really but he's just really good to work with and so we sort of struck up a friendship on alongside the working relationship and wow. That's, that's and you great. say you're on radio as well, show. You do a bit of radio locally here as well. Where's I that? Do. Oh my goodness! I'm on three different stations. Go on, sure you, t- you can tell us where. <laughs> we don't mind. <laughs> okay, so TFS Radio, which is based in Chertsey. Know that one? Yep. And uh, River Radio, which is covering the Thames Valley, yep. based in Marlow. Okay. And I also have a show on Hospital Radio, West Middlesex Hospital Radio, in okay. fact, last night. You're a busy bee then, <laughs> a very am. busy bee yeah. on the radio. Well, yeah. that's good. Yeah. And you're saying you book events as well, or you're, you, you're saying something about that earlier? I, well, I do. I tend to get involved with events where I'm looking at um, you know, a stage and we need musicians for it. So I, okay. because I used to run an open mic night and live music showcases, I know lots of musicians locally yes. and, uh, and further. And so I can put 
stages together, if you like, curate acts for different events. And then um, I also put on different events myself. So I'm, I'm, now things are starting to open up again. I'm looking at live music showcases again and things like that. So Fabulous. Yeah. So have you got any regular venues that you book? Um, not at the moment, no, because it all changed when COVID hit. For sure. And I yeah. had a ton of personal stuff going on as well. So I was sort of out of the area for a while. So I'm kind of back and I'm just rebuilding everything now. So I'm looking for a venue. If anybody there wants a, an open mic night or a live music <laughs> showcase, I'm looking. Shell's your lady. <laughs> yes. and, and Rich, tell us about the studio then. How long have you had the studio? So I've had the, the, the studio where I am um, is in, um, in Park Royal. Um, and, it's a bit posh, uh, isn't it? It's, sure. it? Well, it sounds posh, but it's actually it's not posh at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's an industrial estate okay. near Hangar Lane. It was great radio, that. You <laughs> so, should have seen yeah. my face when you said that's posh, isn't it? That was great radio, sorry. I, yes, it'd be nice if it was posh. But, you know, we like to kind of get, get down and... Uh, and uh, you know, get down and uh, and and you know, gritty in amongst and, and it. In amongst it, shall we say? Yeah. So, uh, so yes. Yeah, so I'm so I'm in NW10 for where my studio is. Okay. Um, and I've had that for yeah, quite quite over over ten years now. So uh, it's and and primarily it's, it's mainly me and a couple of other friends of mine who sometimes are engineering there as well. Um, and uh, and and I've yeah worked with lots of different uh, bands and artists over the years in there. Um, and and obviously I say normally I'm I'm uh, I'm working on music. Um, as the recording engineer or the mix engineer or producing with the bands that I work with. So not primarily uh, creating myself. So it's been really nice to do a, do a, a creative project with Shell um, for, for Desire Path. Yeah, yeah no, it's yeah. been brilliant. And did it come easy then working together? I mean, was it an, um, the influences of the album, as we talked about earlier? Yeah. I mean, is that stuff that you both really like, so it came together really easily? Yeah, well, I think, it would, um, you know, we probably both have quite eclectic, and wide-ranging taste yeah. in music, and I think for, for to do the job that I do to to be an engineer and a producer, you have to be able to appreciate lots of different styles, and I definitely do. I've been you know listening to avidly listening to music over over you know many many years. Sure. And 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 but we both have a, a sort of shared interest in um, electronic music. Yeah. Um, sort of chill um, out, group chill out, Ambient. and electronic music, and and that those all those the, that kind of trajectory that happened in the in the nineties with kind of massive attack and. Um, Groove Armada going into the 2000s, um, More Chiba, those kind of bands. We kind of definitely kind of cross over yeah. uh, at that point. And that was, and, and that was a, it really started out as a bit of an experiment to see what it, would happen. It did. I mean, we started out just having a bit of fun with it, really. I don't think we ever intended to sort of even release it as an album. And um, we'd, we'd done, I, I literally bought two hours of Rich's time to do a bit of an experimental vocal project over some um, music that had been composed for movies right. by a Californian composer. So, you know, one of those weird and wonderful internet connections that I've never met him, but whatever. Um, and we just had so much fun doing this, this couple of hours. And it was literally, you know, right, I'm going to come in. I've got some ideas, but I want this to be quite creative and quite organic. I don't, and that, I'd been used to singing covers. So I was so used to you know sticking to a structure and and yeah I vary it a little bit but I used to sing with backing tracks a lot as well so you're really quite limited and um so this was a, just an opportunity to just be completely free and I think that that project just we we then sat down and talked afterwards and said this is great and we've both got this interest and you know Café Del Mar we haven't mentioned Café Del Mar where I'm a massive Café Del Mar fan and <laughs> you know Rich was really into that that style of music as well and so we just sort of started talking and said, well, let's get together and let's just, cut, you know, come into the studio and see what happens. <laughs> and so, you, Rich, you played all the instruments on the album? So pretty much, yeah. 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 So uh, 
So, yes. what, so talk before we hear a track. We'll play a track in just a moment. What what sort of instruments did you play on the album? Well, so so um, uh, we, we it's there's uh, keyboards. There's uh, lots of ambient kind of synth sounds. I like to have kind of percussive grooves and things like that. So some most of the grooves were using kind of uh, electronic beats and things like that, but some drums as well, some real drums. Um, and, uh, um, yeah, acoustic guitar as well on quite a few. There's a bit of clarinet in there. Um, <laughs> what else? Um, so how yes. long did it take you to from start to finish on the album? It, well, it can't, it I mean, take well, a long it, time. Yeah, it's taken a while because, yeah. uh, we, we, you know, we were fitting it in around, you know. Other projects as well. Of, you know, we're both For sure. kind of busy on other things and so doing little bits here and there and, yeah. and, and so on. And, you know, on, on the earlier ones, I'd say probably I, I would kind of like work on some music and, and then sort of fly that over to Shell and see if she liked it or not. And, and you know, in a sort of fairly embryonic stage and, and we'd to and throw it back and forth. And then Shell would come into the studio and um, just, you know, improvise over it initially, yeah. wasn't it? And then gradually it sort of they sort of morphed into a more kind of more kind of structural shape. Yeah. yeah. And lyrics wise, who puts the lyrics together then? Is that you, Shell, or is it just a mix no, of the two of you? No, it's definitely a mix. And uh, yeah, we uh, Rich is pretty good with the lyrics. I'm <laughs> I'm I'm a word bird, so I do. I have a PR and marketing background, but I, can I write song lyrics? No. Um, but so so um, we, it's definitely a collaboration. That was a on joint that effort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And can I say I played the rain stick? Did you, by yeah, Joe? Look did. at you, yeah, did. You I go, did. girl. I know, I know, I know. So just to, you know, just so your listeners That's realise, it. I can play an instrument. <laughs> it's very important, wasn't it? So about time we play one of the tracks, actually. So the first track <laughs> you've tro- chosen is, is a track called uh, Stars. Talk us through, Rich, the background to the song. Uh, well, again, this this one, I guess this one started from, from my end play. I was just messing around um, playing a, a kind of a Fender Rhodes electronic keyboard sound yeah. and came up with a, a, a nice kind of a chord shape that I really liked. Um, and uh, and then um, added some grooves and some beats, and Shell really liked it, and yeah. uh, and uh, came in, and and she actually had a had a kind of you'll hear in the in the towards the end of it, it goes into a kind of tinkly sound, which is a, a, actually a, a vibraphone sound, uh, which Shell kind of immediately sort of transported her into a kind of star-like <laughs> environment. I went a um, bit astral, and so uh, and so yes, that was I- kind of how the how the how the uh, idea yeah i can still remember driving to a job so at this point i mean we're going back to 2015-16 here it's taken us a while to get to the point of actually getting the album out but um we um i still remember driving to my job in epsom driving from twickenham to epsom i was at the time and uh listening to this in the car and I just kept coming up with these quirky little vocals that would go with the track. And I just could once I got them in my head, I couldn't get past them. So it is quite a quirky track. I'd say it's one of the quirkiest on the album um, in terms of the, the, the vocals and the, the kind of, uh, well, the sound. Yeah, you'll see it what well, we mean. Also, it, 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 I think it's one of the ones that uh, inspired um, Charlotte, who did the artwork for the for the cover. So maybe do you want to completely? That? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's we'll we'll hear the track first, yeah. and we'll talk about that one afterwards. This is uh, from the album Astralized by Desire Path. It's called Stars.
busy weekend show here on Brooklyn's, and we're talking to Shell and uh, Rich about their new album. The band is called Desire Path, and the album is called Astra Lies. Now, that's a great track. Really like that one, guys. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Interestingly, how difficult has it been to get the album out there? How difficult has it, getting into the music industry is tough going getting streams what were your what was your aims and ambitions for the album okay so uh firstly we finished the album in 2018 so it took us three years to actually get it out there um but i think it, it sort of came upon us that suddenly we had 10 tracks and oh that's an album you know and actually they sit really well together as a body of work um so then we spent quite a lot of try- time trying to agree the marketing strategy, branding, colours, uh, videos, all of that side of things. And, uh, and, and, and actually, yeah, I used my 50th birthday as a, as a kind of reason to like, let's really push this and get it out there, which we obviously have done. It's tough. I mean, I'm learning from the ground up. So the, the deal is, obviously, you've probably guessed already, Rich has done a lot of the production side of it. And, and obviously, it was studio time. And, and, you know, that was, that's, you know, he's done the lion's share of the work at the production stage and now the deal is that I do the marketing so um, my background's PR and marketing but not music PR so it's a whole new world and um, yeah it's tough I mean everyone's releasing tracks left right and center you know we've used an aggregator an online aggregator easy for me to say um, to put the music out there and they they list you on all the usual channels but You know, even just learning how that all works and all the licensing and PRS, we've got a cover track. We've got a Foo Fighters cover track on there. Learn to Fly is a cover of uh, an amazing Foo Fighters song that we chill-outed We've uh, <laughs> taken it to a completely new place. I don't know whether <laughs> Dave I, Grohl will approve or not. No, <laughs> I, did, I did message Dave Grohl via Instagram and say, by the way, we've, uh, we've done a chill-out version of your track. What do you well, think? Well, eventually, has he come back to your tour no. or not? Eventually he might, though. Yeah. It's quite surprising. I mean, these things take years sometimes to yeah. percolate up mm-hmm. to the yeah. original artist. Yeah. Uh, you know, I could tell you a story about but my son Luke oh, with, yeah. with Jack Savaretti, and it took two years, really? I think, before it was actually found by Jack and then the connection made, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Yeah. So you just never know. No, well, this is it. I thought, well, Instagram's been amazing, I have to say. Um, I mean, I'll talk to you, we'll, we'll talk in a moment about the Cafe Del Mar connection, but that all came about through Instagram. But yeah, so I think music marketing these days is is tough. Um, you've got to be on it all the time. I feel like I'm, you know, floating around in a sea of potential going, I don't know which way to go next. And it's, oh, well, I've talked to you, haven't I, Barry? Because you've done loads of work with, with Luke and supporting him and, and helping to him to get out there. And just, you just have to, I've just talked to loads of different people about, well, how do you do it and how... Where do you get your connections from and your contacts and how do you find this radio station? You know, and you just send it all out and hope for the best. And that's do, my strategy you? at it, the it, moment. It, it, <laughs> and that's as good a strategy as any, really, because yeah. I think we all learn as we go along, don't we? Yeah. It's tough going. Absolutely. So very tough going. Yeah. Are you gigging anywhere with the album? <laughs> Not at the moment. That's a, Is that's there any a... plans to, though? Because, I mean, it, you know, in the right location... Yes, it, well, I mean, it's it's not off the cards, but we, we, we haven't put it on the cards yet. No, I think it would be amazing, but because it's so... I don't know how we would it, gig it. it. it it's quite it's, difficult to reproduce in a live yeah. situation because there's, there's quite a lot of lush instrumentation. Of so you'd either be... You, yeah, you'd, that you're you'd probably through. be looking at either doing it that way or having a lot of musicians, which would be obviously very difficult to... Uh, yeah. 
to, to bring you know, about Pete initially. Tong's listening and he wants to bring in Hacienda Classical and, and the and Classical that Orchestra. That you. would be just amazing. If yeah, he wants to have that. rights to our uh, our music, <laughs> we could uh, we could certainly some, come to some arrangement. <laughs> yeah. But it would be nice. It Can would be imagine? nice at some point to be able to do you know to, to, to do the vocals live and with you know obviously some some perhaps some live in, some live instrumentation yeah. with with some of the tracks. You it could you could well, spend yeah. a whole summer somewhere, couldn't you? I think Rich's wife and three kids might have something to say about that. <laughs> they may have to come too. I would absolutely love it. Thank you very much. Wouldn't That's that a great cool? suggestion. <laughs> but you could just imagine it. You could just imagine yeah. that. Oh, it would you know, be incredible. On the yeah. Greek islands, just do a tour of the Greek islands playing. Tour, well, that would be amazing. South of yeah. France. Yeah. Wherever you know, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's exactly that sort of territory that we were aiming at in, you know, for people to yeah. live that kind of that beautiful atmosphere that you have on the evening on, on, on the beach. Yep. Um, you know, in a, in a beach cafe bar. Um, you know exactly like you have in Ibiza, and that, that's 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 the yeah. where, where it, you should be listening to it. That's where we want everyone to be transported to. Uh, and Rich, this is very it. much your type of music. This is your influence. These, well, it, it, it's it's one area of my type of music. To be honest, is I'm as I say, I'm very very have very eclectic tastes. But you know, I do love uh, chill out and relaxing music. And uh, you know, I think I'm quite a a relaxed and calm person generally. So it kind of uh, Obviously, obviously, cool. it's just it, it's kind of what came out naturally. So I wasn't trying to to, to force it in any way, and uh, um, you know, but but within the framework of where, of where uh, me and Shell kind of meet, if you like, so musically, it's our, yeah, it's our, it's where our Venn diagrams cross over. Look at that! Look at that! <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> There's another little quote for you. Now we've got Leanne in the studio. Leanne's been doing her research more on Shell because Rich is a bit like me. You can't find anything on the fellas at all. No online but we found some stuff on shell and it's more to do probably with your marketing side but you've got a quote i think haven't you i do i do i do so um basically shell i found this on your website and i've got a couple (laughs) of things to talk to you about okay but one that i really loved this quote it says always believed i've always believed that one door opens one door closes another opens and that sometimes you just have to proactively close the door in question in order to force a shift which i really really like that because that's sort of I I can really relate to that yeah and um, sometimes closing that door is challenging um, and then you have to force yourself to do it yeah yeah and that particular what that was talking about was particularly difficult yeah to walk away from and it's easier sometimes just to hope that someone else is going to do it for you yeah and so uh, that was just really inspiring and then the other one I I thought but it's incredibly difficult when that door gives you something you need Mm. as in income was for you yeah yeah. and again I was thinking gosh that for me it makes me think that you've really had to sort of relook at um, some of your you know, your life of what's sort of the, the normal Monday to Friday thing that yeah. gives you that sort of uh, sort of um, st- sustainability uh-huh. and then push your push the boundaries. So I was just sort Absolutely. of wondering if you could explore a little bit of that with us too. Oh, my goodness. How long have you got? I know. <laughs> just a few minutes. <laughs> okay. I, I feel like we need a bottle of I wine. Know, I know. And... Well, let's put the music on. Babs. Do you know what? I meant, I meant to pick up a box of chocolates to bring in to, uh, to say thank you for having us. That's and I completely kind. forgot that. But, um, <laughs> but that would have, chocolate supply, right? would, have been, would have been a good time right now to been. sit back with a, with a glass of wine and, and some chocolate, I think. Um, oh, blimey. Okay, so uh, quickly, because <laughs> I think we want to play some more music. It's, it's been... So the last few years have been quite consumed with my parents. So I've had quite a lot of issues with my my dad had Parkinson's and then Parkinson's dementia and he passed away. And my mum now has vascular dementia and it's been a horrible journey with her and et cetera, et cetera. And COVID on top of that. And I've sort of cleared out their house and sold it and, you know, been through all of this. And we all have to go through it at some point to a lesser or greater extent. So, um, but I think 
Yeah, so I'm coming back now. I feel like I'm coming back and I'm having a rebirth, if you like, which is why I used my 50th birthday as a reason to, you know, just get back out there and and sort of a little hook to hang it all on, really. And um, yeah, so I mean, that quote that you've just read there is from my 50 at 50 challenges. So I'm doing 50 challenges over the next year, raising money for Alzheimer's Research UK. And it's... um, Ah, yeah, it's uh, that particular challenge was a very, very difficult conversation with somebody who I've worked with for a long time. But I just knew that it wasn't a healthy relationship and it needed to come to an end. Um, And I think, you know, that deserves a ripple, doesn't it? I think so. (laughs) (laughs) And time for some more music. Let's uh, play the track you've chosen. This is called So Far Away.
so we're listening to the new album by Desire Path. It's called Astra Lies. Um, Richard, Rich, you can start for us. What is a Desire Path and explain the Desire Path? So, well, a, a Desire Path is a, um, it's, it's a way, it's something that occurs uh, when people just go the easiest way. So you'll find a desire path in in parks or or maybe fields where you know some uh, a planner has maybe um, you know designed it that they go uh, off to the right and round a right angle and uh, people just uh, think I'm going to just go the shortest way that's much easier so it's about kind of just the you know going going the easiest way and following the direction that you feel lovely and this is one of your favourite tracks, Joe. Tell us the background to it. It is. Um... Just the making of this track was just so magical for me. It was completely improvised and really organic that day. So I think, I mean, literally, you you can't... Now we finished the track, but there's the basis of the track is created on a terracotta kind of pot, bowl pot thing that Rich had <laughs> in the studio. It was literally on the floor under the shelf where the kettle is. And I went, what's that? And he pulled it out and he's... It's, it is a musical instrument and they create a beat on it and you can hear his wedding ring hitting the side of this terracotta pot and then you know we built it up from there didn't we yeah I think this was, this was a, where we I think the first couple of tracks I say we, I, I'd kind of worked on the music and then Shell came in on, on top with the vocals but on th- this one started much more kind of organically we went right we'll, we'll, we'll go in the studio we won't have anything prepared and yeah. we'll We'll just uh, we'll see what happens. So I started, you know, we looked around and, and yeah. I've got lots of uh, sort of funny, weird kind of instruments and things in there. So okay, well let's have a go at this. And it's a the, the pot is um it's actually a, an instrument they use um, in Indian music. Um, although actually I, I I bought it from a garden centre ages ago where someone was selling them off really cheap and didn't <laughs> realise what they were. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, but you you um, yes, it's a it's a it's a round. It's like about uh, sort of fourteen inches round pot with a narrow uh, slightly a, a narrow neck and you play you make a boom sort of noise a bit sounds a bit like a tablet um by hitting the uh, putting your hand over the top of it uh and uh, and making a, a a rhythm on the side yeah um and and that's where it started from um yes yeah and then yeah and uh, so uh, underneath the the main desk in the studio is is a big plastic box full of weird and wonderful instruments that rich has picked up all over the world and i, I was like rummaging through this going what's this and what's maker what is this thing? that's where i found my rain stick um <laughs> me and the rain stick but the the main uh you can hear a sort of piped almost like yeah. recorder sound yes. on there it's an ocarina okay so it is a, like a little um sort of uh oval shaped thing with holes uh, and you press you know you put your fingers on the holes to to uh, create the different notes don't you which rich can play and i mean you're just like oh yeah this is how you play you know <laughs> just <a> limb. <laughs> How did you learn to do that? <laughs> Amazing. How Amazing. did yeah. you learn to do it? Really? Uh, well, yes, yeah, so just it, it's not a very complicated instrument. So it's just got uh, it's got six you know, a little mouthpiece and six holes, and it's a sort of clay thing. And uh, and you can it, it it's all um, yes, you just kind of improvise with it. So it's you can't it's you, it's not something that plays kind of sophisticated melodies like you know Western classical musical instruments. It's uh, it, it makes kind of nice noises, and I was able to make a nice kind of. Uh, a few nice sounds with it. We I improvised yeah. with that over the over the pot, and the, and then Shell came in and, and improvised yeah. some vocals on top, yeah. and that's how it started off. And then and then it developed into, a, you know, a, more of a song idea as well in the in the kind of central kind of chorus section, yeah. where, where the beat comes in, you can hear that, yeah. and it changes. The flow through the whole album is fascinating. I mean, it really does work well as a concept yeah. piece, doesn't it? The whole as a thing body from, of work. But is there any tracks that have proved more popular than others? Which, for, from your feedback, what is what's uh, 
Um, what are the tracks that people well, are pulling Well, seemingly, the, the, the two that keep coming up when I ask people which are your favourites, they say Breathe Easy and Language of Love. Hmm. So, yeah. Any um, reasons that you can... I don't know. know. Maybe they're slightly more commercial. A little bit more. Slightly they, more They do stick in your mind because yeah. I, I must admit, when I got, you know, say I was playing the album three, four times in a row yeah. and then those tracks would go around in my head. They'd go, oh, I'll put it on again then. I'll put yeah. it on again then. So yeah. they're the ones that made me play the whole album, interesting. interestingly enough. Uh, should we listen to another track before? Because we've nearly let's got play go. one of those. And uh, you must yeah. tell us again the success of the album after. But oh, let's yes. uh, let's play the language of love for you from the album uh, Astralized Desire Path. Thank you. interrupt music because I know we're going to run out of time before the news <laughs> but um, first of all let's talk about the artwork of the album very quickly who, who produced the artwork yeah so I got introduced to this fabulous artist called Charlotte Carla um, through a friend actually and she uses lino cut I remember doing lino cut at yeah, school yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, lino cut and screen print so she um, I just gave her the album or a, a sort of pre a, you know listened to it and um, and said go away see what you can come up with and she created this just gorgeous artwork and it's involving um, six circles which are the, the oh, totally <laughs> forgotten it's the circles of Circles of Life, I think they call it. Okay. And she's got this beautiful girl on there and she's reaching up to the stars and it's all very astral. So, so well done to Charlotte. And then very quickly before we head off to news, uh, the success of the album. One thing that you wanted to achieve, which I know you've achieved, is what? <laughs> Having it played in Café Del Mar in Ibiza. Café Del Mar is the, the home of chill. And uh, yeah, I literally 
sent the DJ a message on Instagram and he came back and said, I really like these tracks. Can you send them to me? He's now playing them as part of his sunset That's sessions. That's really cool. Yeah. Well done, guys. DJ Ken you deserve Thank you. The, yeah. you deserve it, though, because it's a great album. Thank, Thank you so you. much. Uh, Reg, thanks for coming in today. Pleasure. Shell, thanks for coming in again. Thank Wish you. you all the success with the new album. Again, it's Desire Path, the album is called? Astrolives. And it's on all good music platforms. It is. Thank you. Thank you. So thanks to our guests for coming in today, Desire Path. Uh, might try and get one more track in between uh, 2 and 3 o'clock this afternoon. So it's the weekend show on Brooklyn's radio. We're here all afternoon for you. It's Baz and Leanne on the weekend program. Uh, we'll get back to your shout-outs and all the normal features after the news at 2 o'clock.